You are listening to the Fringe Radio Network. FringeRadioNetwork.com Listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Earth Oddity Podcast, a self quarantine social scene podcast as Tiny and I record via Skype. For your entertainment, Tiny is at a separate location. How are you doing, Tiny? Uh, I'm doing all right. John has the coronavirus, we think. <laughs> so yeah. I'm trying not to catch it. Right. You possibly may have the coronavirus. I have had a fever this weekend. So oh, man. but I think it's a sinus I think it's a sinus infection more than anything. I really hope that's call. what it is. I yeah. hope it's just a sinus infection because that's really going to be a pain trying to find another co-host if you do kick the bucket. I told you this morning, unfortunately, I was still alive. So, uh, anyways, we got a lot of good stories this week. Bear with us while we're under these extreme recording conditions because there may be some itches and snags along the way. But uh, I got a few coronavirus, story, coronavirus stories. I refuse to call it COVID-19. Uh, <laughs> straight up coronavirus for me uh and i got a good alabama a local story uh that gets close to home for all of us too what about you tiny well we have the foo fighters they had some hiccups when they were recording their new album that they talked about we have an amish man back in the news again this week but i wanted to start off with this mexicans demand a crackdown on americans crossing the border okay my how the tables have turned So anyway, Mexican protesters have shut down a U.S. southern border crossing amid fears that untested American travelers will spread coronavirus. Residents (laughs) in Sonora, south of the U.S. state of Arizona, have promised to block traffic into Mexico for a second day after closing a checkpoint for hours on Wednesday. They wore face masks and they held signs yelling Americans to stay at home. (laughs) If I didn't know better, I would say these people are racist. (laughs) Says that Mexico has fewer than 500 confirmed COVID-19 cases in the U.S. is over 65,000. Now, that's obviously old. I believe we actually just recently this past week overtook China. According to China in uh, confirmed cases, we're somewhere around 85,000, I think. Nationwide? Yes, uh, we are number one. But the border is supposed to be closed to all except essential businesses, but protesters said that there has been little enforcement and no testing by authorities. The blockade was led by members of the group Sonorans for Health and Life, who called for medical testing to be done on anyone who crosses from the U.S. into Mexico. Jose Luis Hernandez, a group member, told the Arizona Republic there are no health screenings by the federal government to deal with this pandemic. That's why we're here in, how do you, I don't know how to say that, it's Nogales, 
Sounds right uh, to me. <laughs> we've taken this action to call on the Mexican president to act now. The Mexican president has been criticized for his response to the pandemic, as has U.S. President Donald Trump. Mr. Hernandez said that the Wednesday demonstrations were a first warning to Mr. Lopez Obrador, popularly known by his initials. The group has called for enforcement of the crossing ban on all U.S. or Mexican citizens for tourism or medical reasons, including those who cross the border every day to attend work or work in the U.S. Authorities must also conduct medical testing on Mexicans deported from the U.S. So they're not just wanting to test Americans, but also people that I guess Trump is kicking out back to, yeah. back to Mexico. Right. Well, you know, always good to uh, keep your border secure. This is like a, like, I bet you when Trump heard this, he was like, yes, you know, <laughs> the best thing that ever happened. I bet Trump was like, you know what? You should build a wall. <laughs> you should yeah. pay for it. You should pay to build a wall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it'd be a real good idea, right? A wall that would keep everybody out. And you yeah. could pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's wild. Uh, you know, the coronavirus has a lot of people freaked out. Not me, even though I possibly might have it. But uh, <laughs> I'm also, if I was in Mexico and we only had like 500 cases, I wouldn't want to be bringing anybody else in for sure. Yeah, absolutely. That just seems like a, a stupid move on your part or on Mexico's part to do that. So, you know, right. probably some smart leadership, man, um, which we might need these days. So, but good for Trump, who's now going <laughs> to stop all travel from Mexico, probably. <laughs> Head to and from Mexico. <laughs> yeah, how, what I say, uh, you know, people always come up smelling roses or whatever. Like, any yes. idea they have always works out. It's probably like, man, this is the best thing. I Getting coronavirus in the United States <laughs> is the best thing that ever happened to us. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, like I was saying, the coronavirus has a lot of people going crazy. Um, yes. And I don't know if you've seen this, Tiny, but there has been a viral challenge. You know, we've we've long been chroniclers of viral challenges, eating Tide Pods, whatever. But people have been licking toilet seats to show people they're not afraid of the coronavirus, I guess. You know, I, I don't know what the kids are doing, but they're licking <laughs> toilet well, that and he's they like, like weird, the taste. <laughs> okay, yeah. So he's like a very weird fetish in a way. Well, a woman who licked a toilet in a coronavirus challenge talks to Dr. Phil, our leading physician, I believe he's Surgeon General, uh, about a bizarre stunt and admits she lied about it. So not only is she stupid, she's a liar. An oh. aspiring influencer, and we've long chronicled how much I hate influencers, has right. explained her corona, coronavirus challenge stunt uh, was because she was so desperate for attention. She allegedly staged herself leaking a toilet seat for quote unquote clout. Clout. Uh, oh, yes. That's what will give you clout. Yes. Clout. Ava Louise, a multiple time Dr. Phil guest. She's been on Dr. Phil, I guess, a lot. And struggling influencer, she has 175,000 followers on Instagram and around 9,500 on Twitter, spoke to uh, the TV therapist uh, using Zoom video conferencing uh, and claimed to have created fake news with her viral toilet seat prank. 
And here's Dr. Phil. I'll do my Dr. Phil impression. Okay. What, what the hell were you thinking when you're licking a toilet seat on an airplane on the way to spring break when the country's shut down? And she went on to say, I bleached the seat. And she's the 22-year-old said, alleged that she did it off camera. She cleaned the seat up before she licked on it. And okay. she went on to claim that it was her sugar daddy's plane. Okay. So, and, so yeah, she's, it's not just some random airline seat that she's licking. It was, it was her sugar daddy. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's just a, it's a rich old man's butt that's been on that <laughs> seat. Uh, I mean, she kisses his butt enough. It probably wasn't no, no big deal, you know? <laughs> and she said, really, it wasn't that dirty anyways. Uh, no, no, no. I'm sure. When, when Dr. Phil challenged her, asking why she bleached it if the video was taken to show there's no danger from coronavirus, she responded saying the bathroom was dirty because of people using it, not because of the virus, which is continuing to sweep the United States as well as the world. Dr. Phil accused her of lying to the people by not disclosing that she had bleached the toilet and she affirmed that she had lied. Uh, there's a quote from her says, I was like really annoyed that Corona was getting more publicity than me. She said, <laughs> "So annoying." <laughs> she said in the interview, claiming she had a song that was going viral, but no one was covering it. I represent the whole Gen Z population in that I'm not terrified of coronavirus, she said. She went on to talk about how she manipulated the headlines by doing it. And Dr. Phil called her spoiled and entitled. You know, Dr. Okay. Phil did pull too many punches here. So uh, <laughs> He knows what his audience is tuning in for. They're tuning in to hear him tell her just that. So yes. I'm sure he had that ready to go. So let's round this out with Dr. Phil asked her, if you infect one person that loses their life, is it worth it for you to have this attention? To which she responded, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. She, uh, she doesn't care about fellow humanity. Well, she cares but, about that song that, that needs to go viral. That's right. Yeah. She's got that's the only it. virus that she cares about. <laughs> for sure. I'm glad that she represents and she speaks for all of Gen Z, right? So Yeah. Gen Z's a wild card, by the way. You know, millennials have got the bad rap for you know, for so long, but Gen Z's a wild card. They're they got some crazy ones in, in there. Yeah, but I've also heard that they're uh they have a very interesting political makeup where they're fiscally more conservative but socially more progressive, so right. it's going to be interesting to see how how things shake out. Right. Yes, definitely. But sure. I just I hope that they're not all licking toilet seats and promoting no. their song on Doctor Phil. I think this is just one lone influencer here that's uh, right. that's hopefully does not represent all of Gen Z as she claims. Right. Yes. Absolutely. Well, John, do you like the Foo Fighters? Yes, I do. I lo- oh. I do like the Foo Fighters. I like the Foo Fighters, and this is a story that was published six days ago, so it's not the the newest story that we've ever had, but they claim that while they were recording their 10th album, it was disrupted by a mischievous ghost. Okay. What do you think about that? I don't know where I fall on ghosts. I probably tell the story that Roly Poly was haunted. Yes. Uh, But yeah, I, I could see it happening, I guess. 
let's just read through. Let's get some more information here. It says that the rock giants decamped to a 1940s house in Encino, California. Now, in Encino, that's the same city where Brendan Fraser was thought yes. out of the ice, right? Yes, uh, in the documentary Encino Man. Yes, okay. Yes, right. <laughs> well, anyway, it says that immediately they realized that the vibe was off as their instruments became out of tune and tracks that they recorded were mysteriously deleted. When we walked into the house in Encino, I knew the vibes were definitely off, but the sound was bleeping on. We started working there, and it wasn't long before things started happening. We would come back to the studio the next day and all of the guitars would be detuned or the settings that we'd put on the board. All of them had gone back to zero. We would open up a Pro Tools session and tracks would be missing. There would be some tracks that were put on there that we didn't put on there, but it just like weird open mic noises. Nobody playing an instrument or anything like that. Just open mic recording in a room. We would zero in on sounds within that, and we didn't hear any voices or anything really decipherable, but something was definitely happening. The band eventually set up a baby monitor to capture any mysterious goings-on when we weren't there, but we are sworn to secrecy about their findings. So, <laughs> Oh, well, that seems kind of lame. It does. I mean, okay, we all know that when you're being haunted, the first thing you do is you go get a baby monitor, right? Right. Like, that's how yes. you catch a ghost. Right, then, exactly. Why would you tell this news site, hey, there was a ghost in our house, and we went and we got this baby monitor to catch the ghost, but we're sworn to secrecy about what we found on the baby monitor. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's a good way to uh, boost record publicity for your upcoming album, you know? Because then when you finally do release the footage or whatever, it's, you're going to have everybody like wanting to see it. So maybe, right. I don't know. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, it says that uh, it got to the point where I bought one of those Nest cams and I still have it at home for when my kids would sleep in their cribs, he added in the interview. I set it up overnight so we could see if there was anyone there or anything or anyone that was coming to bleep with us. At first, nothing. And right around that time, we thought we were ridiculous and we were out of our minds. We started to see things on the cam that we couldn't explain. Then when we found out about the history of the house, I had to sign a non-disclosure agreement with the landlord because he's trying to sell the place. So I can't give away what happened there in the past, but these multiple occurrences over a short period of time made us finish the album as quickly as we could. So that's interesting. Apparently they can't tell us because they signed a non-disclosure agreement. But I thought, I mean, I guess it depends on what state you're in. But in California, do you not have to disclose any uh, morbid history a, a property may have or something like that? I thought you did. Maybe. I don't know. If anybody knows, let us know was the ghost of Tom Jode, which is a Bruce Springsteen and Rage Against the Machine song. So, yeah, but that's kind of wild. I don't know what I stand on ghosts. I think that they might be real in some way. I don't understand how all that works with my spiritual outlook, you know. But, yeah, I've definitely seen some things that are weird. Now, hang on one second. Let me holler at my kids. <laughs> that's not a ghost in the background. Hey, y'all <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Not a ghost in the background. <laughs> Out there playing trombone, hollering and screaming. Well, I like to imagine that it was just a ghost that like hated rock and roll. Right. <laughs> like he yeah. finally found him a house to haunt, you know, and it's really quiet and there's not a lot going on. And then next thing he knows, the rock, like a famous rock band, the Foo Fighters, come in there and start jamming. And yeah, he's, he's like, I gotta. 
I gotta stop this. Peaceful existence for the last, you know, ten years or whatever. And now he's got a band and they're recording <laughs> in the middle of the night. You know, rock stars keep weird hours, anyways. So, <laughs> yes. Yeah, you know, it's wild to think about what uh, Dave Grohl's done, though, in his life. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. Was like the drummer for Nirvana, which is all you would have to be ever to be like immortalized in rock and roll history. And then you go out and start another super successful band. You know, that's pretty amazing to me. I respect Yeah, it really it, is. Yeah. And he seems to be a pretty down to earth guy. So I, I tend to believe him when he says there's a ghost. So I hope that they name their album something ghost related. You know, if they were really smart, they would stick some EVPs like on purpose, like in their tracks, you know, for people <laughs> to find like fans to find, you know. Sure. Right. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, make it say something when you play it backwards. It's harder to play a song backwards nowadays than it was, I think, you know, right. with records. So, or what about hidden tracks? Is that, remember when that used to be a thing? Yes. The first hidden track I ever heard was on Nirvana's album. Oh, wow. And, All right. And, and it blew me away. I was at DeSoto Caverns on a Boy Scout trip. So, yeah, it was wild. Maybe the EVP could say something like, uh, buy our new discography collection <laughs> coming out next year or something like that. <laughs> new t-shirts dropping tomorrow. <laughs> yes. Well, let's move back to the pandemic, the coronavirus. Can't uh, escape it. No, Tiny and I are self-isolating. Everybody should be doing it as much as possible except for all the nurses on Facebook who have to remind us every day that they have to go to work during this. Uh, but <laughs> shout, you, out, nurses. <laughs> shout out to my wife who hadn't said anything about it. She just goes and does her job. But Thailand's king uh, has been self-isolating in a luxury hotel in the Alpine resort town of Garmish Parinkirchen uh, with his entourage entourages to be used loosely okay now, check out his name king maha vajira longcorn but he's also known as rama x which rama x is a great rap name you know <laughs> yeah. he could start a rap career with that name is said to have booked the entire grand hotel sonobitual <laughs> i promise that's what it says <laughs> After uh, the four-star hotel received special permission from district council to accommodate his party, the 67-year-old king's entourage includes a harem of 20 concubines and numerous servants. He's 67. Hey. What does he need 24? You he know? should change his name to Rama XXX. <laughs> 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 that's good yeah it wasn't need 20 concubines <laughs> <laughs> it's unclear if his four wives are living in the hotel with the rest of the group so he's got four wives he's too. got four wives on top of his concubines yes yes Dang. the uh guest houses and hotels in the region were ordered to close due due to the coronavirus crisis uh, but a spokesman for the local district council said the Grand Hotel Sonobichi, Sonobichul, <laughs> was the exception because the guests are a single homogenous group of people with no fluctuation. However, 119 members of the entourage have been sent back uh, to Thailand on suspicion they contracted the highly contagious respiratory disease. So apparently they weren't 
they were they all social distancing like they were That's supposed right. to. <laughs> yes. Huh. Wow. Uh, apparently, tens of thousands of the Thai people were a little upset with him when they found out he's off at a luxury hotel with his 20 concubines and possibly four wives uh, and got a, little, got a little mad and protested about it, which is not the time to be gathering in a protest right now. Uh, <laughs> that's an excellent point. I mean, maybe that's why he did it. He was like... Okay, if they do catch me and get mad about it, they they can't protest. So right, uh, let's see a Thai hashtag which translated to "Why do we need a king?" Pretty much the same hashtag George Washington went with uh, <laughs> appeared 1.2 million times on Twitter within 24 hours after uh, they found out he was there. So they have 109 cases at least at the time of this article was published in the country. Well, their total number that was new cases that day. Uh, Saturday, today, uh, and their infections are up to 1,245. They got a long way to go to get to us. Right. Uh, yeah, oh, we're number one. We are, we're number one in everything, by the way, not just yes. coronavirus cases. Yes. Uh, just give us a chance. That's American exceptionalism is what it is. Yes. You know. USA. USA. <laughs> USA. We will dominate a pandemic for sure. <laughs> so anyways... Once again, this is why Viagra and stuff like that is a bad thing, you know. <laughs> because if you if you have Viagra, then the king will take twenty concubines and three extra wives. Yes, absolutely. Yes, and be off in a hotel all holed up in Germany while the rest of your country is dealing with a pandemic. Who gets to be queen in that situation? I wonder. I don't know. You know, it's all weird. Do you think they have to, I don't know, jello wrestle to see who gets to be queen? Maybe so. That would actually, I don't hate that idea. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe it's just like multiple queens and you just have one king. I I don't know. Interesting. This is going to be my last story of the day. The headline here is, I'm not really sure what to make of this, so we're going to try to figure this out together. It is, leader in Amish beard cutting attacks finishing sentence at home due to COVID-19 risk. So I know we've, we've talked about Amish on this show before. I don't think we have a lot of Amish listeners, but if we do, we are thrilled to have you. We would love to know more about your ways. I think and, we're the number one uh, Amish podcast, you know, yeah, the number one podcast among the Amish from what I've right. heard. Anyway, this comes from Columbus, Ohio, the leader of a breakaway Amish group in Ohio who was sentenced to prison for beard and hair cutting attacks will get to serve the rest of his sentence at home after his attorney argued that the new coronavirus puts the 74-year-old bishop at risk. All now, right. he has an excellent name here. Check this out. Sam Mullet Sr. <laughs> <laughs> He was moved to a halfway house in Youngstown on March 4th and was scheduled to be released in January. But his attorney argued in a filing last week that he should be sent home because of his age and underlying health conditions increase his risk of getting sick. The Bureau of Prisons said in a ruling Monday that Mullet will be released as part of the Elderly Offender Home Confinement Pilot Program. The action was not opposed by prosecutors. The attacks in 2011 were meant to shame fellow Amish who had defied or denounced the authoritarian style of the leader of the, and forgive me, but I think that's uh, 
Bergoles com- community in eastern Ohio. Sure. Oh, Just yeah. take a stab at it. Mullet did not take part in the haircuttings, but he received the longest prison term of all the defendants. Prosecutors said that he exercised control over the members of his community, and he helped hide what happened. Mullet was the last of 16 defendants convicted in 2011, still in custody. He went to prison in 2013 and had served about seven years of a nearly 11-year sentence. So uh, I guess he had his members going out and holding people down and cutting their beards off to shame them if they yeah, defied him. I guess, I guess so. I guess that's what they yeah. were doing. Don't mess with the Amish mafia, you know? <laughs> yeah. They, they will, uh, they will extract, extract vengeance, which, you know, like, I don't think getting your hair cut and your beard shaved probably not the worst thing that could happen to you, right? I know. I would stand up and be like, hey, idiots, it's just going to grow right back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, well, won't you do something like, real mean to me? It's not like you held me down and made me like get laser hair removal, you know? Right. Yeah. So. Like spreading air all over your body. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, well, won't y'all do something mean to me? Like make me watch TV. <laughs> yes. Or make me listen to the Earth Oddity podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, I would like to talk to an Amish person, you know. Maybe yeah. we need to make that a... I think there's some Amish up in Tennessee. We should just make that a trip. Drive up there and interview as many of us as we could. <laughs> be like, we need you to talk into this strange electrical device. <laughs> well, you all know my last story. All From right. AL.com, Alabama.com, basically. And... and Let's see. An Alabama couple was taken to jail Friday after authorities say they were caught having sex in the police department parking lot. Brookside Police Department Communication Center spotted the couple around 3.30 p.m. on the department's security cameras. The pair was in a vehicle parked just outside so the officers didn't have to go too far when they responded to the scene. Convenient. Chief, yeah, right. Chief Mike Jones said they were they identified the occupants of the vehicle as Tara and Tiny Sullivan, both of Northport. <laughs> or of I'm just kidding. It was uh, Paula Gardner and James Sanders of Centerpoint. Uh, as it turned out, Gardner was scheduled for a court ordered community service Friday, stemming from an earlier criminal case. And Sanders was a ride there. So he's just going to get her a little go-away present. <laughs> uh, when officers approached the vehicle, they noticed a strong odor of marijuana. And the department's oh, canine was deployed and positively alerted to the presence of illegal substances inside. Jones said authorities found crystal meth, marijuana, drug paraphernalia, and a gun inside the vehicle. Oh, no. Partners and were both charged with indecent exposure, possession of a controlled substance, possession of drug paraphernalia, and additionally, Sanders was charged with being in possession of a firearm. The vehicle was impounded, and both suspects were walked to the city jail. The officers Jones posted on Facebook did a bang up job on this case. Boom, <laughs> so, nice. uh, you know. 
We've all been there. You got community service. You feel a little randy before you got to go pick up trash on the side of the highway. Community service people. And you want to just get a little loving in. Right. That happens to all of us. Oh, yeah. I've been there. I've been there all the time. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah, sure. Yes. I would like to think if you're showing up to the police department for any reason, you probably won't leave all your drugs at home and any firearms as well at home, you know? Yeah, especially if you're a felon or you're not supposed to have them, you've got drugs in the car. Yes. Right. Just seems to be the smart thing to do. But nobody said we were that smart down here anyways. (laughs) I know. I mean, if you want a weapon, even here in Alabama, you really got to you know cross your T's and dot your I's and have all your paperwork in order. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I, I would just you know you can't stop love. That's all. That's really what this comes down to. You can't stop love and a little community service, a uh, little drug possession, and possession of drug paraphernalia. It's not going to stop this love. This is a classic romance story, and uh, they will continue. Basically, it's Bogey and Bacall, just right. your standard love story. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the power right. of love right there. <laughs> that's true. Yes. Yes. You don't to need quote money Huey and you don't need fame. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not lying to you, Tiny. Sitting on my kitchen counter in there is a Huey Lewis cassette tape. <laughs> you know, I believe I'm not lying you. at all. I believe you. Doesn't that to do, do a. 80s time capsule so i had gotten that out so he could put that in there to show the kids what we listened to in the 80s <laughs> nice we want to thank our sponsor world famous cajun curl by you blended spice for their support check them out at cajuncurl.com you can order the spice and their Cajun Curl cutter for potatoes right there on CajunCurl.com. It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and it's a season that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is the spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, and anything else you can think of putting it on. The spiral potato cutter is absolutely amazing. It's easy to use. And it's easy to clean, and it will allow you to make your own chips using the Cajun Curl Spice. And let me tell you, the homemade chips with the spice on them are some of the best things I've ever put in my mouth. And I put a lot of things in my mouth. That sounds dark, <laughs> but it's not. Uh, they're really amazing. I, I'm not kidding. They'll change your life. On the website, CajunCurl.com, you can not only order the original Bayou the Spice, but the Cajun Curl Chip Cutter as well. And you'll find recipe. Absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If it doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blend Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. All of their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, it's low salt, it has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. And everybody thought I forgot to say where it was available here in Tuscaloosa, but I didn't. It's available at Bowles Fresh Market on Skyland Boulevard, Piggly Wiggly in Northport, Mark's Mart in downtown Northport, and South's Finest Meats. So world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blend Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. CajunCurl.com. Check them out and use the promo code EOP10 to get a 10% discount. 
because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. That's right. All right, John. We don't have any voicemails or oh. new reviews to read. Wow. But much like my YouTube Sunday school sermon that I was watching on the internet this morning said, the Lord will provide. That's right. And we have (laughs) and we have an email from a listener in Canada. Okay. All right. So this one rolled in just in time about 1230 today. This comes from Monica Henry. All right, Monica, what's up? Now, I would just like to say that I may have taken a few editorial liberties when I'm reading this, so stay with me. (laughs) Okay. But uh, I'm sure, I mean, this is from Canada. Sometimes there may be like a a few words and grammar that is like lost in translation. So, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do my best to interpret from Canadian into (laughs) redneck language. All right, here we go. Gotcha. It says, hey guys. Love your show. You guys are hilarious. You guys crack me up when you laugh. LOL. Anyway, you both can crash with me if it has come to Canada. LOL. Hugs and keep it up. The world is in chaos because of the Chinese virus. Uh, I'm I'm assuming she's referring to COVID-19. I think so. <laughs> I think so. She's heard yeah. our president speak on it, apparently. She believes that it was engineered by all governments and the elites. Oh, okay. (laughs) I've seen this theory. Pretty sick if you ask me. Humans are the true virus of the planet. Oh. Much like... uh, Hot take. Yes, much like Agent Smith. He said that (laughs) in the movie The Matrix. Why can't people just love and help each other? I agree with her there. Why can't people just love and help each other out? Yeah, she says that there was a religion that pointed (laughs) that out all the time. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) I mean, some might say if only if only there was a few, but uh, (laughs) but certainly one of them. Right. (laughs) Yes. Anyway, if women were in control, I'm sure that we would have all had free energy from the get go. No roundup or big pharmaceuticals, etc., but natural medicines, maybe a little penicillin, LOL. And G, can has all washed and dumbed down by TV frequencies, sublime messages. I think that's subliminal messages. And antidepressants oh, yeah. have turned gas all into zombies. Okay. All what do you right. think she means there? I think she says the subliminal messages, antidepressants, Everything has turned us all into mindless zombies, just plodding through life, yes. doing the bidding of our masters. Yes, and that would have happened if, and, and that wouldn't have happened if women had been in charge, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, right. Yeah. That, that would not be We'd the case. Free energy. We would have free energy, and we yeah. wouldn't be mindless zombies. We would just have, you know, Lula Row. <laughs> <laughs> And Mary Cosmetics. <laughs> right? I will say women will join the MLE among you. You know, they'll, they'll join one in a heartbeat. Mine certainly will. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Well, I mean, hey, you can be a, be a boss babe and do all that. Hashtag boss babe and yes. do all that. <laughs> well, certainly some hot takes in there. Hold on, she's not done. Hold on. Order. Oh, wow. We're not done. (laughs) She says, 
Now us dumb Canadians have no one backing us up. LMAO sucks to be me, but my tomahawk is sharp. Okay, enough to if that enough of that. Love has keep on keeping on. So just keep on keeping on loving each other. Hugs from old hippie Monica in Ontario, Canada. P.S. We have the queen on our money. Makes me sick as her people freeze to death in their homes every winter and she's living in a castle. I hate the monarchy. I'm a Canadian, but I feel American and I love Trump. (laughs) Kiki, that's all. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I'm going to get across the border before we build the wall up there, you know? Uh, or or get a, get down here before uh, Justin Trudeau builds a wall <laughs> to keep all those <laughs> infected Americans over there where they need to be. <laughs> well, certainly some hot takes from Monica. I uh, I feel like she and I will get along great. You know, see, uh, I, I will say that yeah. uh, reading her email, she sounds like she comes straight out of Tuscaloosa, Alabama. You know, yeah. maybe even Barry. I was. So. I would like to get her to email us back and let her know, let us know her thoughts on 5G. I would like to hear all about that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm just interested to see what she has to think about that. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and, you know, we thank you so much, Hippie Monica. Uh, yeah. Please email yeah. into the show again. Email anytime because uh, these are sure. wonderful. Call us if you want to. Yeah. Yeah. You can call. We're going to give out the number here in just a little bit. So get your pen and paper ready. There's actually a string of hieroglyphics here at the bottom. And uh, I'm going to try to decipher those. But if you would like to just tell me what they mean, that would be cool, too. I am not a hieroglyphics guy. (laughs) I think they're actually uh, emojis. But uh, I think she's trying to tell me something. There's an alien and a skull and a sick person with a mask. And there's a bomb, and then there's some hearts and a water gun. Then there's some other emojis that I'm not sure I've ever seen before. It must be Canadian emojis. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I guess with that, do we have anything else? No, I'm 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 wrapped up over here. False. We actually have a big something else. Uh, okay. We have had people asking us for a while about uh, doing a Patreon. And oh yeah, we are actually going to try to launch that this week. Uh, with oh, well, John, you know he he's working. I mean, he's got the coronavirus, but he's not going to let that stop him from selling a bedroom suite. But exactly. uh, but me being stop. at home and out of work, I'm going to try to go ahead and launch our Patreon uh, this week. Actually, so by the time you're hearing this, you can actually go to Patreon.com. Search for Earth Oddity Podcast, and we have different tiers. But if you sign up at the $5 level, that's $5 a month, there is going to be what we call Earth Oddity Extended, where you'll get an extended show, stuff that doesn't come with like the normal show. And once a month, we're going to try to do a free, all-exclusive show. So you get a bonus show once a month, and you get extended shows for the low, low price of $5 a month, because we feel like we're not above begging for money, but that said, we think you should get something for, for your pledge. We, we think you yeah. should, uh, you should get something for that. So, right. 
that's what we're yes, going to do. These are hot deal. It's a hot deal. You better take advantage of it now while supplies last. You yes. Know? <laughs> so head on over there to patreon.com. Look for Earth Oddity and sign up, and hopefully we'll uh, you'll we'll be with y'all in a minute. So, yeah, if you don't want to do that, then uh, obviously you can help us out by telling a friend about the show. That's really the most anyone, and not just us, but any podcast you listen to, any YouTube channel, whatever. Uh, what's going to help them out more than anything is just getting more ears on that content and just telling friends. Uh, so we would love that. You can also leave us a review. You could recommend us on Facebook, and you could. Uh, is there anything else they can do? I don't think uh, so. <laughs> just call our number and email us. Yeah, you know, just interact with us in any way possible. So uh, yeah, I guess that's it. You have been listening to the Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us. No matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Spotify, we're on them all. If you would like to email into the show like Monica did, we are earthoddity at planetmail.net. If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore earthoddity on Twitter. Do you like pictures? Sometimes I didn't this week. Sometimes I'll text John a picture and sometimes he'll take that picture and he'll post it on Instagram. That is underscore earthoddity on Instagram if you want to check that out. But, uh, our most popular way you can get in touch with us is to call us and leave us a voicemail. What's that phone number? It is 662-493-2059. That's 662-493-2059. We hope everyone out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. Unless you're a Patreon, we'll be with y'all in just a minute. <laughs> This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening.